Audio Morning Brief for the U.S. Green Market, 7.14 a.m. Eastern Time, August 24th. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point. Okay, today the uh, Pro Farmer Crop Tour should wind down. Uh, tonight they'll have a little meeting at some dinner and discuss what they were doing, and then the uh, Pro Farmer uh, people will um, uh, work all night long on uh, coming up with their best number from what they garner from the data. And then tomorrow, I think they have a meeting in the morning or something like that. And then they go back to their office to write their newsletter. And somewhere, I'm guessing by 1 p.m., and that may be central. Uh, you know, at some point tomorrow, they're going to release their official number, and it will be blasted all over uh, Twitter and various websites, Bloomberg, uh, some of these Wall Street quote systems, uh, Reuters, okay, and uh, and then, of course, they'll write their newsletter and send it out of what they say. And uh, so, to me, the market started down in the corn market with some selling that they said, wow, we're right off to a good start on some of these yields. And then it rebounded a little bit technically, a little bit, and just simply just saying, let's not get too carried away. Let's watch the data. And they might have found a, a few additional fields that were not doing well. And there's some bad ones out there. I can't remember if it was South Dakota, Nebraska. Alaska, but it was like 17 bushel uh, corn. But man, there's some fantastic corn out there too. So at any rate, this morning, the model's saying for the highest price for the level three trend that was up and began to be up last week, uh, the highest price was Monday. But the model is saying really how the business cycle works. That's not the true cycle top, okay? And it's saying the cycle top should be now into early next week. And it's being rather aggressive this morning, saying, I ought to take a chance on uh, selling this, that it's going lower in tomorrow. And the reason is, a level four top ideally should occur today. And it may wait till late today, but ideally it ought to be early. And it ought to swing lower into tomorrow for a level four bottom. Now, it could bottom at the end of the day, too. Uh, so it might just be just a brief little setback for some reason. And then on Friday, maybe they like the U.S. Uh, the pro farmer data. Or maybe they uh, start looking at something else. And this market really is quite oversold and low price then. Okay, that the port doesn't, the crop data doesn't really matter. Okay, <laughs> or maybe we do get surprised it's a little bit bullish. Don't know. I want to warn you. It can go up from all the way into early next week. But I've got to warn you, this could be the level three top. A weird one, okay, uh, but it could be a level three top. And another way of looking at it is it's just a knee-jerk reaction, a retracement from the highest price placed on Monday, which may, for all I know, is best to just say that's the true level three top. I don't know, okay? But the market has tried to get back into the target range that we set at 490 on up to about uh, 510, okay? And it's just trying to poke up inside that range, but it's now starting to slip below it. When, when it moves up into one of our target ranges and then comes down out of it, if you're looking for a top, you've got to consider that's a sign of a top. Also, a negative day, a down day, anytime now into early next week should be a sign of a top, Okay. And I don't particularly care if it's truly level three or level four. <clears throat> if it's not level three, then probably the Monday high, Monday high is the level three. Just didn't work the way it was supposed to. And I don't particularly care. To me, I want to focus on when is the next bottom because the market ought to dip into that bottom. It could come down a huge amount. It can come down a small amount. It can even move sideways into it right now. A lot of iffiness, okay? But what it's suggesting is it should not bottom to Tuesday, the earliest of next week. doesn't even have to bottom to early the following week. 
it can stay down to late next week. I think it bottoms next week, but I think it's going to be late, okay? Now, if it takes out the August 22nd low at 474 and a quarter, you should consider as low as 449 to 434 as the next critical point objective. It will be generated if it does that price action, okay? Now, I can come up with a reason why this market's oversold enough that it's just not going to follow through on targets that look like they're you know much lower. So I can use the critical point a little bit different manner, and it would be just a little bit lower than, say, 473.5. It may even uh, bottom just a little above that, but it might come on down to about 460, and that's about it, 459, something like that, 458. So there are some other levels that could put the floor in. And if you draw a trend line from uh, July 12th through about uh, August 16th, uh, it really doesn't show it much lower than what we've already seen. It could be just testing last week's low. At any rate, I don't particularly care for this market. It may rally on I me mean, in the next few days. As far as I'm concerned, it's going down into next week. And I won't discuss the larger trends. We'll leave that for the weekly update that I will do here in a few minutes. I'm going to do the stock market update first, however. Now, in the November soybeans, the model saying this is ideally a time for a level three top. The model is, if it was a person, it'd say, thank you, soybeans, of bouncing back some because the model did not like the idea that the high was on Monday. Now, it may yet be proven that is the highest price for the level three uptrend. But the point is, when looking at the candlestick bodies and the closes and the opens, we may learn, no, it, it came today on into early next week for the level three top, even if it didn't take out Monday's high. It's just the better top business cycle. It's the complete picture. What it really is, is they got too anxious in buying into Monday. They got a little too anxious and sold it immediately. And now they're putting it back. But now the level three trader has pretty much bought all they want or need. Okay, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Need. They may not need to buy anymore. Now, it did bounce back into our upside objective, the 1362 on into about 1380. So if it goes back down below that, or in other words, if it goes below the overnight low of 1359.5, that's a bearish signal just from price targets and those boxes that I show you and that kind of things. What's more important, however, is a down day anytime now and early next week ought to be the level three top. That's far more important, okay? Watch the five-day average around 1357 and three quarters. It's live. It's bounced around. That may be a floor price, but the model's warning this market ought to go lower in tomorrow for just the level four swing. Even if it goes higher later for a later level three, that's fine. At least ought to go down for a level four, but the thing is that down level four into tomorrow could be the first leg lower of a brand new level three downtrend. And here's the thing, I realize the market might only back off and bottom, say, early next week for a late, very late level three bottom, and then could be more bullish on us. But the models favoring yesterday's low was a level three bottom. The market did an oops. It started down into a level three bottom without completing a top. Now it's bouncing back saying, oops, now I gotta complete the top. But the point is, we now have a bottom just ahead of a top. That suddenly says this market can drop for 5 to 11 days. It can drop all the way through next week into the following. I don't trust the upside. I'm sorry. I just do not trust the upside in the bean markets and the corn markets, even though I realize, as I'll discuss in the weekly update, 
some of those larger trends all the way into October could allow for some stability and upside well into September before dropping a lower. But right at the moment, it's looking like they're ready to get back to the seasonal harvest pressure. All right, that's the best way I can explain it. And I do not see the demand from China. And I do not see Brazil having a problem right now. And there's more than enough corn and soybeans and wheat around the world. The wheat's actually probably tighter on the balance sheet, but I say it's actually more available. Um, it costs you a bit to shift it around. So I'm just finding it difficult to be bullish anything here. So watch out. This may turn out to be a negative reversal day, and it's down, and it's over, and it's going lower all the way through next week is at least one forecast. There's another forecast saying, no, you're going to be trapped within a few days. But uh, that's not the best forecast. I got to be bearish. I just got to give the bears a chance here. Moving to the December Chicago wheat, which I think is also a good proxy for all the wheats in this country and around the world. The market is rallying for a second attempt for a level three. It's actually doing better than the corn market. Uh, it's doing about the same as soybean market. It's back within that target range. It looks like it's about 632 on up to about uh, maybe 665, maybe 666. How's that for a number? So the point is if it trades back below that lower range, that's a bearish signal just from price target perspective. Okay, And the indicator... It's really not wide, or my favorite indicator, really is not wide enough to suggest chance of lingering near-term upside momentum, but it is acting bullish, but it's also approaching overbought warning upside could be limited, okay? Now, the model is saying, okay, it probably did not top on Monday. Fine with that. Great. It's rebounded. It's making the market model look smart, but the model is saying, no, what? Really better get more aggressive about a level three top today or tomorrow. It's a little bit different than the corn soybeans. It might stay up in tomorrow. But I like today. So if you see it trade below the overnight low of 634 and a quarter, I don't think that's a good sign. And also I uh, used yesterday's close at 639 and three quarters. Okay. Uh, and a down day, anytime now and early next week, just like the corn and soybeans, ought to be a level three top. And the model saying it probably will not bottom to late next week on that early following, which means it can coincide with something like soybeans that could be down quite a while. All right. Now, as far as downside potential in the wheat market, granted, we have to consider last week's low at 612. So I've given you some upside potential. I'm giving you some downside potential. But uh, if I can do this quickly, I just realized I did not write down from the model notes of what it was calculating. So I am now going to, uh, let's see here. I need to lower that. Uh, give me just a second here. I'm going to draw this out using a critical point. Uh, so if it violates uh, 621 and a quarter, uh, you best consider about six bucks on down to 590. Okay, and I'll take another look at that when we get doing the weekly update. And my gosh, if it takes out last week's low, we might be talking 560s or something like that uh, for the Chicago wheat. So again, it's trying to rebound. It may still be in a level three uptrend. It may be more bullish than I think. And then we always have the wild card of Russia, Ukraine. that can create an explosion in a moment, but also keep in mind they're getting better and better at fading those explosions. I think the global market realizes even if Russia, Ukraine are all messed up, they can get wheat elsewhere. Okay, and at least Russia can continue to move wheat if Ukraine cannot. Past results and on this side, indicative future results. Have a great day. Thank you.